0: Now Martell just grinding away on the face of EC3.
1: Welcome to Next Up NXT, my favorite weekly friendship conversation with Kyle about our favorite show, NXT. Mm. It's a wrestling show. I'm Kyle. Wait. Oh. Okay. I'm Are Nick.
0: messed up. Mm-mm. No, you didn't mess up. Okay. Let's roll with
1: it. Yeah. Uh, I'm Kyle. Uh, this is my friend, Nick. Uh, we talk about wrestling every week on Next Up NXT, and you presumably might listen. Uh, welcome. We We want to talk yeah. about NXT. We do right? want to
0: talk. Yeah, we do. And I want to play this one more time cuz I look this is my favorite thing from wrestling this week.
1: And Al Bartel just grinding away on the face of EC3. He
0: was yeah, it was a quite a grind. Yeah. <laughs> Out of context, it's pretty awesome. And in context, it oh, looked man. great. <laughs> so, you know, I I there was a thing and I won't
1: go too far into it, but it was someone some some late night comedian made a joke about uh the latent sexuality in in wrestling and I just thought Mm -hmm. if he only knew you know as fans of course that's what we see but I kind of think
0: that's all sports right all sports especially football I mean you could say it about anything yeah Yeah. I mean essentially you're going to be touching another person in a sport and touch like to a comedian any kind of touch is a sexual thing yeah
1: right so so for people who want to go there they can but I will admit pro wrestling uh it's a lot of that, and mm-hmm. and you know what? It's I'm,
0: I'm fine with it. it. Pro wrestling, real wrestling, like real as in when you go to a high school or a college and they're wrestling, you know, and they're down on the ground, they sure. got those little earmuffs yeah. on and stuff. That's around. even rolling that, That's even more than pro wrestling, in my opinion. I want to yeah. call
1: it intimate because um, a fight can be intimate. Yeah. If you've ever yeah. had, the worst fights are, you know, so... There you go. Yeah, <laughs> we always get deep at the beginning. <laughs> at yeah. The beginning of the NXT podcast.
0: I had something weird. Here's not something so deep. I had something weird to me happen today when I dropped my girl off at a at preschool today. Okay. Um, an older an older I call her an older mommy, and she looked at me and she goes, uh, "You you look like a guy that I saw on one of my on my TV show last night." I'm like, "Oh, that's a nice compliment, thank you." And she goes. He's in jail now and I was like okay and she and and she looks down mm-hmm. and she kind of got like a little sullen and she was like he killed a couple people and I'm like ah i wanted to just grab her by the shoulders and be like it's not real i'm not that guy like she yeah. was suddenly thinking i was the it, it was a weird interaction and i just walked well. away <laughs> anyway I'm not a murderer. You're not a murderer. SUV. And you know what?
1: That's a great, if we're going to keep getting deep, uh, this has nothing to do with wrestling. But again, she was stuck in her story and you were right there and yeah. know, not murdering people.
0: To so, me, uh, to her, I was Champa, right? Yes, exactly. Thank you for bringing it back. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. What did you love about wrestling this week?
1: Oh man! Oh, I'm not hosting. You're hosting. I had you another that, like yeah. deep. I had another like deep spiritual moment where I thought of what I loved about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's that authorship is dispersed. It's dispersal of authorship. You don't. If you watch a great match, it's undeniably a work of art. But it's yeah. not by so and so. I mean, you can definitely give a lot of credit to the people in the ring. But what about the People who help book the match. What about the audience, who is a big part of what's happening? Um, right. I'm not giving us too much credit, but we're a character in there. Uh, oh, and I like all that. the credit in the world. They're stealing ideas from us
0: all the time.
1: Oh, you mean the fans? No, and uh, Paul. You mean you? You mean you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's you're you're a special you're a special um, part of the fan base in that you do come up with. 80% of the storylines. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I was just, that's my thing. Dispersal of authorship. The fact that even, you know, in its heyday, pro wrestling was all about, you know, denying authorship. In right. fact, saying that this is, this is in fact, uh, a kind of reality. So um, I like that. I think mm-hmm. it gets to the root of what art should be about uh, in a beautiful, collaborative way. Right. How about that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like watching people getting worked up into a frenzy on squared yeah. circle. Like Ooh. it doesn't matter what it is. Inherently every week there's something to be, that they get worked up about. And this week was, well for I guess two or three weeks now it's been <laughs> Ronda Rousey. Like when right. she first came onto the scene, people were so excited it seemed. And then she did the, the avocado toast thing and that entire thing, subreddit has gone up in flames about avocado toast yeah. and now and now wow. like they're so behind becky that any any time becky talks ill of Rhonda, they're like see Rhonda's Rhonda's dumb she doesn't you, care you're about saying wrestling. people are are riding
1: the wave and mm-hmm. some of them are really getting their hands out and they're hanging 10 and some of them are crashing into the waves i think so yeah and it's fun to watch that- it's fun to watch and I think Rhonda does such a great job. She has made she has been for me such a fun I love person Rhonda. to root against. I root against her because of what oh. she says. But yeah. then I know that the matches are always great. And I kind of end up like liking her in the match because she's so proficient. So yeah. uh I man, uh I know this isn't NXT, but Rhonda, Charlotte, Becky, I really love what they're doing. It's really interesting. It's opening the show. It's like consistently offering some of the best matches so
0: great so so this is the great thing with the, uh, one thing i want to say about main roster before we go into nxt the uh the best wwe has to offer um yeah i when i first started watching two and a half years ago i forgot the timeline it was right when aj styles got signed and stuff at that time i was still under the impression that the women's wrestling wasn't taken seriously i think it was just then Becoming serious I don't know it seems like it transitioned a lot since I first started watching which wasn't that long ago but it's um, been a process for sure I didn't I didn't take it seriously and I would skip a lot of those matches now that's the only thing I want to watch on the main roster
1: yeah if you if you, if you miss the show you're like
0: yeah but I need to catch up with Charlotte with, uh, Charlotte Becky yeah and Rhonda mm-hmm. and every yeah I don't care about the men I think they're ridiculous I think it's absurd <laughs> We have a man peeing on robes yeah. in the bathroom. Well, I
1: I'm of two minds on that, as you know. Um potty humor for oh, me. Oh, it's silly. It, I it wins for me. But yeah, you're right. I mean, uh I was watching a segment. Let's see this is our podcast, damn it. I was watching <laughs> a segment with uh Baron Corbin and Alexa Bliss. Alexa okay. Bliss being former uh, NXT, Baron <sighs> Corbin, former R. NXT R. but yeah, that's right. Um however uh actually this ties into what happened on raw so this can be our what happened on raw okay uh, alexa was nominated or, or appointed by baron to be like i oh. need you i need you to to run the raw women's division and is that her part new of thing that, now yeah part of that is because oh. of some concussion issues she's yeah, had yeah. but um you know giving her a speaking role on on the show is a good idea so yeah she's really uh, good at that so yeah, yeah definitely good. um but i just yeah i just uh what was I talking about? I mean, you know, that happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. The end. That happened. Yeah, the Alexa that happened. came in.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So um what happened on SmackDown? <laughs> I don't I don't know what did happen on SmackDown. I don't even know who's on SmackDown aside from AJ and Joe. Um
1: Well, this is kind of funny, and I kind of think oh, I remember I was making a point. So anyway, Baron Corbin, Alexa Bliss, they had a conversation and it was like Baron Corbin was like, I need help. Uh, mm-hmm. and you, you know, you did a great job leading the women's team at Survivor Series. So you should oh, be- Oh, that's how it
0: ties in. Okay. And it,
1: it makes kind of sense, but I would love them to be more schemy. Like, yeah. hey, let's do, you know, we could be, we could be, uh, allies. We, you know, I need you to, to do this or at least make it backroom stuff. Yeah. Um, right. And then they teased kind of a thing where he was like, it's as simple. You look good. I look good. And it was like, that was a written line. I didn't mind it because I like- Baron Corbin and Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Um. Right. But uh, yeah. It was just like if that was NXT, I just feel like they'd be more evil. Like they'd be more dastardly. They'd they wouldn't just seem like, oh, these are bad guys, and now they're teaming up because that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree.
0: Yeah. I. I oh well. NXT. NXT. Uh. Yeah. And and
1: so I'll just touch on one more thing. Uh. The Miz. This is SmackDown. What oh, happened on SmackDown? Good. Yeah. 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 The, like the Miz declared the, himself Ms. in a tag team with Shane because you understand Shane won the best in the world tournament, oh. but he he oh sorry anything with okay. Shane I get really upset about. Go ahead. Oh, I understand. I understand. <laughs> so he won the best in the wor- world trophy, but Miz you understand won the first two matches to get to the final. Yes. And so Miz says he's two thirds the best in the world, and Shane okay. is one third. Okay. Which of course I love that twisted. Logic where you won The two first matches And yeah. you didn't play in the final And you're somehow more important I, like um, I just love that And and he's insisting that he's in a team with Shane And that they are a family And that the trophy is their baby And oh. it, was, it was just You know, it's kind of funny I just like that they are making fun of the absurdity Of Shane winning that trophy oh, the, And they
0: need to And I think The thing is they did that on purpose. Who in the right mind on the main roster wanted that trophy to begin with, anyway? You well, know? I don't know. I don't know what the plans were going into that show. Obviously, a lot of
1: things had to change. So let's oh, leave right. it there. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I understand. Okay. Um, we'll have our, I have my other Shane McMahon podcast that I I will go
0: deeply into that. <laughs> what do you? What's the name of that podcast? Let me subscribe to it. With uh, uh, hold on, let me. Go to yeah. the Apple Store and subscribe to it with fifty iPhones to get you on the top of the charts. <laughs> it's called uh, no,
1: "No No Longer Need You," Poppy. Uh, okay. It is a, a story of the wrestling business and daddy issues, and it's very—it's um, a passion project for me. Okay,
0: children, family uh, category.
1: Absolutely not. Okay, good. Oh, okay. Fan fiction. Fan okay. fiction.
0: Yeah. Um. No, punk. I said punk. Did you, did you know that that is a thing that people do to game the system? They get people to go to Apple stores and use all the iPhones and subscribe to their podcast. Wow. Isn't that amazing? If you're
1: listening and you want to do that for us, don't do that. <laughs> don't no. do that. There yeah. are better ways to spend your day. I know, Kyle. I know you want them to do it, but I don't want them to do no.
0: it. No, I don't. I read an article about a guy who paid $5 on Fiverr to have like this movement of people go to a iphone or apple store to do it and they did it and he got in the top of the charts it in like two days it's crazy anyway wow um, good for him five dollars guys do it uh not for us because i'm not paying (laughs) five bucks i'm not doing that no we'll get there legitimately um because a lot of people watch nxt and everyone that watches nxt listens to this podcast so we'll get there nick Kyle. We will, and I think everyone if everyone took that $5, everyone listening, and
1: went to uh, (laughs) I don't know, just go to the dairy store and get a get a cone for you and your sweetheart that's probably like 5 bucks. Do that. Yeah. Bring some light into this world. What's next, buddy? Well, what's next is NXT, right? I mean you know, the whole NXT thing. Um, This was another this episode was filmed in no way san jose i think right
0: yeah you're right and that w- to lead off this part have they ever done a taped a, a taped production that wasn't at takeover uh outside of full sale cuz i don't remember uh, seeing because they did not match the production of full sale at this show
1: no this was uh <clears throat> excuse me this was very much like on the road like they would Sort of like they would with a recap episode where they film at the same venue that they do the takeover. Okay. Um, I actually, I figured this would be a place where you would maybe
0: be annoyed by the video quality and, mm-hmm. uh, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I took extensive yeah. notes on how that's the secondary cameras were the handheld it's cameras. It's a f- kind were like, of shitty friend of me to assume though, right? No, you know me. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know I'd, me yeah. really well. And, uh, it was weird.
1: You, it was different. I tell you what. What, what happened for me? I had um, recently watched a, a, a concert video by the mm-hmm. Beastie Boys called "Awesome." I f and shot that, except it's you know, yeah, a, a naughty word. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it's it's like forty camera member or camera members, audience members with these like digital cameras. Sure. Um, and it was done in like two thousand four two thousand three. So the quality of the cameras is really low, but it creates sort of a the, the concert video, the audio is great, so it creates this really intimate experience where you've got like these w- audience member views of what's going on. Now, that's yeah. like the extreme end of lo-fi, uh-huh. but I kind of, when I saw the the video quality in particular on this one, it kind of like made me nostalgic for older wrestling shows, so I ended up yeah. like having a warm feeling about it, yeah but that's, you know, that's me.
0: It's weird coming into it because with NXT, I expect a certain level of production, right, that they do at full sale. And I thought maybe they would match it when they're on the road because they do at TakeOver. They match it, but, like, their their long shot camera, which is a little higher farther back, was a li- it was okay. It was a little bit cropped like sometimes the top of the heads would get cut off or their feet would get cut off they were like a little okay. too close with the zoom and then the handhelds were really close up and overexposed mm. and like they would be they wouldn't be holding them steady they were like level they'd be canted uh tilted in a way and it really threw me off and i felt like sure the matches were hurting because of that production to me because I don't know. Maybe my sure. Well, at this point, we're not completely whinging, whining
1: fans because we do some stuff with video production, right? uh, Especially you. So uh, it is something we can we can talk about. I made a note of it. Yeah, Uh, I do think it's just a matter of this is uh, NXT. I I don't know how they staff it. If they if they you know kind of bring people into WWE, move them through NXT and onto the main roster on the production side. I don't know if that's the case. And I'd love to find that out because if it is, then that means that we're working with different production
0: people all the time. Yeah. And having worked in a production, I wouldn't say facility, but like in a kind of area kind of like that, they probably hired out and probably to the cheapest. um, Oh, you think so? It
1: wasn't with their tour. uh, No, I don't think so.
0: Yeah. I, I, we've been in that situation. I've been in that situation where you hire out when you go on the road and you sure. just give them yeah. guidelines to try and follow. And they tried, you know, I mean, you if these were people that they've been training, they were so off that I feel like they had to have hired out. It wasn't are even Are you close. curious
1: enough to try to find out about something like that? I'm, I'm yeah. curious.
0: Yeah. Because if they are hiring, I would love to do something like that. Yeah. just go for a night and shoot some NXT. It'll be great. Anyway, let's get let's just do the matches. We don't have to talk let's about do production. It. Yeah,
1: I mean production's cool, but yeah. yeah. Uh, what do we start with here? It was Danny
0: Burch and Oni Lorcan versus the Mighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was interesting to me because these are two teams that I love Lorcan and Burch a lot. I'm starting to like the Mighty more. Because I kind of like what they do with the heel and stuff; their are heelish tactics. But both of these teams are the teams that have the least amount of story attached to them. Like, I don't know why Oni and Lorkin and Birch are fighting, and I definitely don't know why the Mighty are fighting. Well, we've I, I do think on on Oni and
1: Danny we've been given a we've been giving a, a good deal of like video packages. Um, their general whole deal is they are they love to fight. Yeah. you know they are uh, scrappy, and they are underdogs because of just kind of how that's how they're they've been um, looked at. Okay, you know their their yeah. careers. So coming to WWE, Danny Burch being signed, you know, after all this time, I mean, he was working on NXT for years. Yeah. they not signed to a contract. And so now he's getting a push. He's getting a push at, at NXT UK. They've highlighted a little bit of that story to me on Danny's side, a little bit more interesting than Oni. Maybe they'll give us something. Yeah. I agree with you on the Mighty. I did note that the match, I like the way, I just like these two teams in-ring uh, dynamic
0: a They've, lot. They fought really well, I was going to say with each other, but they fought really well against each other. I think they had a mm-hmm. good... Uh, Good charisma together. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but um, they matched well because they kept doing counters and they were timed well. I think they get along. And you know what? I'll I had this thought too. If you were putting together like a division of really awesome
1: trios, yeah, like I would look at either of these two teams and be like, that team will go to the moon if I give it an awesome standout like leader. Okay, either one. Yeah. Because this was like four henchmen fighting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, henchman. Right? Hen- that's what the vibe I got. Henchman throwing henchman. Yeah. Um. But I, 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 really just, I do like where Danny and Oni are going. So, mm-hmm. I'm excited about them winning, getting a sustained push, and then we're still waiting for the Mighty to get a chance. But they certainly gave us an
0: awesome match. So I can't, you know, yeah. complain about that. Yeah, there were two things I noted that I had not seen before, and Thorn. Thorn and Birch were, like, countering each other, trying to do an arm throw or something, and then Thorn okay. threw Birch into the ropes. Birch yes. bounced off the ropes, and then Thorn jumped, tried to jump over him, but Birch just caught his foot and slammed him down on the mat. I was like, well, that was neat. I've never seen that. That's such a simple counter. um, And Birch's awareness to do something like that just... I, I loved it. And then um, Thorn had a, another... Uh, it, it was the battering ram thing What do you call that They pick up their opponent yeah. And they throw him into the other guy It looks like they're doing a battering ram But then they end up throwing him um, Yeah it's like a battering ram That turns into a lawn dart Yeah a battering ram lawn dart Um, yeah. They did that But Oni and Birch They countered it into roll ups For the win yeah. And I was like that this was is win. so good That was a really good match And it, I see things new I see like I see new
1: things from them. The same reason I love Shayna Baszler is I'm yeah. always seeing like a new kind of viciousness from her. So, right. Uh, yeah. In this case, it's like they are just they are like the Pat O'Connor. And I'm sorry, you don't know Pat O'Connor, nope. but Pat O'Connor. Uh, for me, he was the hero because he just had this attitude in the ring of I'm gonna get the job done. I'm gonna, um, you know, I'm I'm really on top of things. I'm going to. Uh, you know, in this case, it was take advantage of a counter, Uh but just cleverness, you know, he's the one who came up with the O'Connor
0: role. Yeah. So, okay. That's a good word. Cleverness. I saw a lot of that with these two teams together and I think they pulled that out of each other really well. So I would like a feud between these two teams for at least a few matches because it really built up the mighty in my mind even though we're not getting any story, it made me want to see more from them because of ha- the dynamic between these two teams. It was awesome. I, I liked the match. It,
1: even, even like, I totally agree with you that we it'd be cool to have more story and more reason to, to root, but the whole, like, NXT tag team thing, yeah, like, at its core, is just so entertaining and fun and yeah. kind of, like, a great um, example of what pro wrestling can be separate. Because we love the we love the promos but you know to an onlooker they would oh that's just someone being funny on a microphone sure this is like what this match is an example of you know what pro wrestling is i would watch it like as a new fan and be like amazed like okay yeah more is going on here than i thought yeah
0: yeah 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 that's a good point like i would show this interestingly enough the mighty being a team on here i would show this to a newcomer and be like watch this match and tell me it's not entertaining you know so
1: the yeah the tag matches are pretty pretty um reliable for that i think i mentioned i had a friend stay over one time no no uh uh experience with wrestling he was the one who'd gone to jordan's wedding oh right Um, yeah 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 so like i just i just played an episode of nxt and there was some bad stuff and good stuff but when it came to the tag match it was just like oh okay I see what you're watching here.
0: Yeah. 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 That makes sense.
1: There's always a good story told. And then we, do you have any more
0: to say about that? Mm -hmm. No, I don't. Nicholas.
1: Okay. Then we've got (laughs) a review of Bobby Fish's attack on EC3. Yeah. And I guess that's going to set
0: up a match. I needed that because I remember Bobby Fish attacking someone. And I remember (laughs) Kyle O'Reilly calling Bobby Fish. Oh no. Uh, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly calling Bobby Fish a psychopath but I didn't remember who he was attacking and I'm so happy that this package exists because it reminded me of the feud that can happen between Bobby Fish and EC3 so really excited oh, about that yeah I same. EC3 has been off TV for a while because they had to set up takeover and he didn't have a takeover match and I really like EC3 so I'm glad that he's back in the fold and we're going to see some more out of him I really want him to be built up. so Yeah, I think that's
1: what this will be for. And uh, yeah. I I just, like, you haven't gotten to see a ton of Bobby. You got to see Bobby Fish in a War Games match, which, <laughs> you know, is different. But you're going to get to see him one-on-one with EC3. I hope they have some good... I, I'm sure they will have a good dy- dynamic. And then we had EC3 and Marcel Bartel. You know, EC3, he just yams on down to the ring. And Marcel... Uh, Marcel. Marcel Bartel. <laughs> he seems
0: like he could loosen up a, get, a bit. That guy is high strung. So the thing I like about Bartel is I want to boo this guy. Like He's okay. built like a heel. He looks like a heel. He really owns it in the facial expressions. Um, there isn't a lot of people Actually, no one else on the NXT roster I want to boo. I don't want to boo anybody on the NXT roster. I like all of them. They're all likable in some in some way. Even Shayna, to me is likable. Um, and I think that has to yeah, do yeah. Oh, go ahead. I well, I well,
1: I agree. I kind of think she is likable because she's yeah. so smart. Right. It's like respect.
0: Yeah. Uh, Bartell. Like I just I I in a good way hate him when he comes out. The music plays into that. The way he walks, the way he looks, I think he's such a perfect heel. And I finally am so happy that uh, I get to boo somebody because it feels great to boo him. Uh, guy's a
1: hell of an athlete
0: out yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I think he. I like. I like this guy. Uh, I love the spot when he did his. I don't know how long. I don't know how how much how how much how much legs that this has, but. Yeah. Um. For him saying nine, you know, German for no. Oh, yeah. And then EC E C three responding with uh one. You oh. Because that's I didn't... that's his number is yeah. one and he he thought Marcel was saying like the number nine, I yeah. guess. Or yeah, yeah. Or at least joking that way. I like that. That was funny. Yeah, it is
0: pretty funny. I like that a lot. Yeah. Is Bartel German? I
1: guess he is, right? He is. And Germany is one of those countries that Triple H mentioned in terms of long-term NXT plans. Yeah. Um, and yeah. we've
0: already seen a little bit of that. So, uh, yes, he is. And Bartell made some kind of appearance at NXT UK, right? So he's kind of on that roster, I think. I think that's true. Yeah. yeah. And
1: and there was a thing, I, we're
0: kind of dancing
1: around it a little bit, yeah, but yeah. Uh, recently WWE signed Walter.
0: Yes. So that's the other, like I said, that recently on our Discord was I... Don't, I watched a few Walter things because I never heard of Walter before. For some mm-hmm. reason, it just never popped up. I did a little bit of research. Um, People talk about him a little bit on Squared. I had just, you know, skimmed through it or whatever in the past. But uh, I watched a few, of his, a few of his matches and he's just like a heavy hitter and he yes. throws people around a lot and he's like a really good heel just like Bartell. So... I, He's kind of a no nonsense
1: Yeah uh, also, you know, but but then uh, you know is extra um intimidating uh and and I agree like a heel to where you're just like, oh no, sort of a Lars Sullivan, but more sure footed. Um well, we'll see.
0: We'll see it, how it goes. Sullivan was almost comical in a sense, right? Like I never really yes. wanted to I never wanted to boo with Sullivan. I just I don't know what it was. Like I kind of liked his like over animated.
1: Yeah, he's persona. a bit of a cartoon yeah. character.
0: Whereas uh whereas Walter is uh, well, he's just imposing. Yeah, I feel like Walter, it's like he had nothing else going in life, and he's like, I can beat <laughs> up people because I'm intimidating and big. And that's why I wrestle. And I accept that and I want to boo that because his matches are just there's nothing like okay there's no, no like high flying you said there's no nonsense right yeah so well and I'll I'll uh I wanted to share something with you
1: because he in a couple of interviews I've heard him say that he has no uh, interest in moving he wants to stay in Germany so Walter may very well just be an NXT UK guy oh wow really okay yeah i mean okay. you know I, I will say that of course more money people will do things and they'll come over and but um yeah he just he he seemed like he wasn't joking <laughs> so in the interviews I've I've read and yeah. there might be some opportunity for him to to help establish WWE in Europe and maybe that's just his deal so that
0: um, might be right because of did you see the posts about I don't know if I don't know what the source was and I don't know if it's completely true so I'll just mention it but I'll say take it with a grain of salt it's a um, rumor the, yeah there you go. That's a word. Uh, it's a rumor that NXT UK isn't doing well or something, or it's not performing to what they thought it would. So I could see them keeping Walter and not letting him wrestle at the other promotions and paying him a higher salary to keep him on like the top of the roster type of thing, which would sure. bring people in to NXT UK. So that makes sense if he doesn't want to leave. It's a long game that they're
1: playing with this yeah. NXT thing, uh, yeah. and it always has been. Thankfully, it th- we wouldn't have NXT if WWE as a company didn't feel like w- you know losing a bunch of money because right. that's that's what happens. Um, now it's obviously this engine for their whole company in terms of talent development, so it's an investment. Um, but that's what these are going to be: NXT UK, other Nxts, if they should happen in the same way. Um, there'll be investments to build markets all over the place. So, yeah. uh, yeah, it's like kind of evil and exciting at the same time. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> Like like it, this one, the biggest, the world's wrestling, biggest wrestling company is going around like trying to establish all over. I'm fine mm-hmm. with that because the model is so good. They like make a good show and it's in the I indies so, aren't yeah. going anywhere. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting better.
0: Bigger. Yeah. Well, they have to. It's WWE... Let me have that yeah. job as commentator. WWE <laughs> is good for business, like, for real, because they ha- they make the indies need to be better, you know? Um, I think they put some eyes on the indies, and I
1: think the indies have helped. The fact that everyone can watch independent wrestling so easily and, yeah. like, follow characters on Twitter, you, you get to know the character just by looking online and, like, yeah. seeing how... Oh, that's their profile picture. And social media is really like not great, I think, at like representing uh-huh. real people. But representing a wrestler character, it's great. It's, it's perfect. perfect. It's just like, yep. oh, uh, that's their mean face. These are the mean things they <laughs> say. And and this is like a little bit of a bio about them. For anyone else in your life, it, that's not enough. You got to meet them. But wrestlers, yay. Uh,
0: it's great as a fan because if I want to go deeper, I just follow them on Twitter, and most of the time, they're still their character. And I put puzzle pieces together, you know? And I, I love that. Uh, there you go. Uh, Bartell and EC3, though? Good match. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the <laughs> match.
1: Okay. There was a USA chant. I, I only do these yeah. with a flag match. If I'm in the audience, I'll only chant USA during a flag match or other select circumstances. Uh-huh. Uh, but are you, are you free and flowing with the USA chants?
0: No, I thought it was silly. Like, okay, I when they started doing that, I kind of wanted to root for Bartell. <laughs> right <laughs> well yeah, i to I, me
1: like i'm a proud american i want to root i want to say usa when it when it's when it matters so yeah. if this were a flag match which let's all agree that that's a silly idea that it's kind of fun anyway yeah. uh you know i'm i'm down to clown on that
0: but this wasn't about countries <laughs> so i right. was like eh, not yeah exactly i was like where did this come from just because he's german wow i don't want to be Plus, that person <laughs> where's ec3 yeah. from Right. That's what I was thinking. He's not he can't be, right? He's he's, Ohio, he's from Ohio. Oh, okay. I thought is he was he, maybe Canadian. What's his parents though? Are <laughs> his
1: parents Canadian? Uh, oh, you're thinking of like his his uh yeah, his heritage. That matters. Heritage. Yeah. Um, I don't I can't see on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. It doesn't say. Yeah, I would have to chant uh Brit, Britain, England and mm-hmm. German. I would have to be for Bartel Okay, yeah. in that situation. Mm-hmm.
1: I I, thought, I just wanted to ask you about that. And then finally, uh, well, do you want to say anything about the match? We just sort of said we
0: liked it. You should watch it. Yeah, EC3, I like his finisher a lot because it looks like he's actually breaking the face of his opponent, right? So Great. he picks him up on his shoulders, and then like he grabs the guy. He kind of does a, a squat and then kind of jumps up, to propel the opponent into the air off of his shoulders. Yeah. And then he grabs the guy's neck while the guy is in the air and kind of brings him down. And he brings him down on his face, and it looks like it breaks his face every time. And I like the way that looks. Leading up to it, though, it's a string of heavy hitting... Um, I was going to say heavy hitting hits, but I don't like yeah. the way that sounds. Uh, <laughs> no, so
1: you're right, though. The story of this match was move. just like... Let's bring Marcel Bartel out here. He's a big yeah. strong boy. Uh not the big strong boy or one of the big strong boys, but he's big, strong and a man. And so he's going to he's going to come out be powerful and EC3 is just going to be a little bit more powerful. That was yeah. that was it.
0: I want a little bit more imagination with EC3. Like I see elbows, I see punches, <laughs> and then I see the um then I see his finisher, you know? Like I just want to see a little bit more imagination with what he can do.
1: And I I don't know when he's in the ring with fish that it's just going to be imagination land. I hope so. (laughs) It's going to be an
0: imaginarium. I would love to get in together. And Uh, it kind of makes sense because I feel like if, if EC3 is supposed to win and maybe the opponent isn't as strong or on his level, he doesn't need to go. He doesn't need to go deep into his repertoire yet. When he, that's what this was. Yeah. Yeah. When he fights fish, it's going to be different. Yeah. And I, I'm excited about that. So, and EC3 hopped on the mic He says, "I'm a little
1: vindictive. Uh-huh. I'm angst-driven. Yep. And I'm undeniably the top 1%. Uh, what did you think about the pro- his promo?
0: His promos are always good, but most of his promos are when he's out of breath, you know? Uh because they're like right after his match. But no, yeah. I, I like he's what he says. He's a hard worker, dude. Yeah. He works hard. Yeah. I I didn't watch a lot of his Impact stuff, but I would always watch his promos because they were just Always really great. He's just really good on mic, um, and I like the flow, like the way he delivers his lines and stuff. So, yeah, I, I'm hundred percent down with his one percent. I like it. Awesome. Yeah. I'm ready to see what happens next. <laughs> what
1: happened? What's next up on NXT? What happened after that? You tell me. You're the host, Kyle. All right. Well, I if I have to, Dijakovic. No, what
0: Dijakovich wasn't on there.
1: No, I mean, there was a video, though. What? I didn't see a Dijakovich video. Yeah, like a Dijakovich. And it looked sort of like a a cologne commercial. Because it was just all black and white Dijakovich in the middle of the thing. Oh, I skipped it thinking it was a a commercial. (laughs) Well, check it out. It didn't give us much other than he's like
0: talking about how great he is and stuff. So. so that's great, though, because I want I want more Dijakovic. So he's actually going to have a match next week? I think
1: that the promo was just kind of getting us ready to see him more in this next run of Good. Uh, episodes.
0: Good. I need that. I need more yeah. Dijakovic because who was he fighting that I like so much? Was It, it wasn't Champa, right? Was it EC3?
1: You mean like who he fought? I think he did have a, a match with EC3. I think that's right. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. know, though. Or maybe, you know. Kona. Who, no, I don't remember. It was Kona. Was it really? I don't know. <laughs> Memory. Uh next up, what happened a- at all any anywhere any- at in any time? I don't remember. Um so anyway, Di- Dijeckovic is coming. Mm-hmm. Uh he he's going to be here soon. Good. Um we need The that. next I just I had a I had a laugh. I had to pause it. Um Candace was walking into the NXT and you had some really awkward people asking questions. What? Did I That's fall asleep? asleep? I
0: you don't know. You didn't get this.
1: Okay. Let me tell you, you. You got to watch this man. Uh Candace is walking into the building. Okay. There are like reporters and I'm putting up air quotes Okay. because um <laughs> was it just hands did, in front of the camera with iPhones? Dude, literally one hand with an iPhone. Okay. <laughs> sticks out at the very end and and the and it's just real awkward uh-huh. and he says uh and this guy hadn't asked any questions. It was two people who asked questions <laughs> and they're behind the camera and he's just awkwardly pointing a cell phone and he says, Candace, is everything okay? And as he's saying that she's going into the mm-hmm. building, mm-hmm. she goes into the building, the door shuts. He's still just holding the the, no. the cell phone. And it's like out there for like three <laughs> seconds before the shot ends. It was
0: great. You got to have something, you got to have something lingering on camera. If it's not the reporter's face looking off into the <laughs> distance, it's got to be a hand holding a Cell phone. It's got to be something to distract us from. Did he we, slowly th- lower it as it was fading to black?
1: No, he just ah. kind of held it up there. It was quite. But I'll say wow. this it, it, uh, the whole point of it was just to to show us Candace with darker hair. Oh, and, okay. Uh, Good. Yeah, that's right. It, it's like a, it's like a, uh, I don't know what they call it because I don't do hair things, but it's like a, fa- it fades from blonde to, to darker. Fade. I don't know. Yeah, Fade, sure. It, hey, w- uh, it was like hella evil looking and uh, she <laughs> she didn't say anything. Yeah. And I guess,
0: you know, it makes me curious to see what's going on with those Garganos. So we talked about uh, during Takeover, like she wasn't playing into that dark theme, except for her fighting did. Um, Her attire didn't. Her fighting I, did for sure. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was
1: like, but that was cool I, because we, it was almost like, what what do we expect now? Candace is coming out.
0: She looks the same. She's acting Kind I was going to tell you why she wore what she wore cuz I know why. Oh. She said on Twitter. Damn. Um her niece drew a picture of what she wanted Candace to wear on like on one of her uh pieces or on one of her outfits and Candace had that picture made into an actual outfit for Takeover. So it's <laughs> like she was doing her niece a cute thing, you know? She wore exactly what her niece yeah, drew don't on tell, paper. Yeah, don't tell me these things that make me love the bad guys, because they're so Hey, man, friendly. bad guys no. have families, too. It's why they do what they do. True. It's why Punisher does what he does. He lost his family, so now he's got That's a...
1: Ador- that's that's super adorable.
0: Yeah, that no, story. it was great. So yeah. she still, like, fought like a heel, but she looked cute. <laughs> Whatever. You know, yeah, she yeah. Had had a, well, she, she had attire in line with what sh- we
1: were used to right which created a cool kind of like you know not knowing what to expect but yeah. anyway she's walking in she doesn't say anything right that was it good and then we got mia and uh mia yim, vanessa yim Born. Yeah. and vanessa Bourne.
0: yeah that was uh this was a better showing for mia yim to me but like yeah i still feel like she's a little sluggish and i don't know i think <laughs> she's so i think she's so tall Right she she seems like she's taller than everyone else, so she has to like she has to kind of hunker over to do certain moves against people that she's in the ring with. And I think that's why I think she's um, kind of sluggish. I don't know. I'm trying to put it together because I like what I'm seeing with the signature moves and stuff
1: everything about the match made know. sense to me in terms of the yeah. booking you get yeah. you get to I mean Vanessa Bourne is always getting better yep. but Mia is more ready so she, yeah. you know it's good to get her a win here yeah. uh and yeah the match was fine and and uh and served its purpose and but these matches were filmed this was kind of like a live show or a house show right yeah right so all the matches kind of had that vibe yeah um, it did for better or worse and so yeah this one was kind of yeah. Less exciting than the other ones.
0: Yeah. But good. Yeah, I'm glad Mia Yim's getting some more time because I, I like her look. I like the bandana. I like the hat. Um, it's I almost- think once we get the why she fights from her, it's going to yeah. be
1: great because her why she fights is, she's got just an inspiring story anyway. Yeah. Um, And then we'll get to like, you know, again, with a lot of the NXT talent, it's like you get to see they had this whole career leading up to NXT, and uh-huh. is one of those who's an, an, a veteran, so right. um, they can play off
0: that, and I would like to see her in a tag team. Yeah, they're building personally. stables. Why not put her in a tag team or a stable, you know? For sure. They're going
1: that but way. She she ended up countering... She had cool... I did like her counters in this match. Like, mm-hmm. she she can get into an arm bar, um, and she won convincingly, so... Yeah, I... I, I that was my main note was that you know she ended up looking like a strong competitor.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the most important part. Um sure. I like to talk about character a lot, and like you said, we just we don't have that yet. And she's had what two or three matches now. Um, so I yeah, hope a, little bit, a mm-hmm. little bit of pluckiness uh, and a little bit of you know resistance
1: to the bullies, and yeah. um, but not there just hasn't been adversity you know nothing has really gone wrong for her in NXT yet other than she like lost a match which that's not adversity so they'll bring in story adversity they'll bring in her real life adversity uh but yeah anything I guess all I'm trying to say is like basic writing 101 if you want to care you got to have a a, yeah
0: right so I would like to see her you know what I would like to see is her with Kyrie and Dakota and Io and then Shayna could add one to her Mm -hmm. Uh, her group, because I think Mia Yim would fit well on if she's against group, bullies, sure. she would fit well on there. She fights against bullies. Yeah, that's actually
1: that that would be that that all makes sense. Um, yeah, and I like I like that stuff that they're doing on that on what you were mentioning there with Eo and Kyrie and yeah. Dakota. Yeah, that's a great team together. So, uh yeah. I'm what's funny for, is oh man, they we, went. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I just am so excited about the fact that we're gonna to get to see them have a match with the with Shayna and her friends. Like her friends yes, are gonna be in a match.
0: I know. Like it's gonna be stable versus stable and we finally get something like that with women, you know? Like yeah. They have enough to do that with, which is great. Um, and they're all really good. Or, you know, yes. I don't know well, I haven't seen Shayna's friends actually True. wrestle yet. But I've seen EO and EO is amazing. So
1: far with all the MMA folks, uh, male or female, they bring in Not all of them, but there seems to be with these women wrestlers a lot of passion for pro wrestling in in particular. Like Rhonda is a huge fan, and then uh, Shayna is like knows a ton more than me. Obviously, most of these wrestlers know more than me, but yeah, she's like, uh, yeah, she's just super into it. So it's not just like um, uh, a check for them. They're like, they're clearly enjoying themselves and uh I'm, I'm looking forward to that and and i'm looking forward to not calling them shana's friends
0: like eventually yeah it'll be uh you know we'll be calling them by their names yeah and are they going to go by the force not force horses why would why do i keep saying it uh four it's horse a, women it's a joke
1: that became a reality yeah.
0: i don't know if they're going to go with that
1: actual four it's a lot horse women thing yeah it well it is a lot to say <laughs> um I think it'd be cooler if everyone just got their own stable name because yeah, the yeah. Four Horsemen is obviously a dope stable name, but there's no you can't. They tried to do it again. Right, it makes some sense when you're getting women wrestlers because it's like fresh and new. But mm-hmm. all the women wrestlers we're talking about, they're they're gonna write their own story and it's gonna be like totally cool and separate from any Four Horsemen stuff. So I'd be actually totally. Glad if they drop that, but they probably won't.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cool. What do we have? What do we do next? Was it Champas thing? Champa had a little promo. He did. He had a spider hole vlog, as I like to call him. (laughs)
1: He says he's the best ever. He called his Uh, shot. He's the greatest sports entertainer of all time. He says, "Follow my lead." And I'm thinking that's pretty good advice. Yeah, you're right. He's kicking
0: ass. He really is. He wants the one thing that he had when he was with Johnny and DIY, which was he wants the NXT Universe to follow his lead. We followed his lead, their lead when they were DIY. Then they broke up. We didn't follow his lead or most of them didn't. I did. Um I was always with you Champa. I want you to know that. That's right. Um So if he wants them to follow his lead, they just have to get back together. Just get back together. Drop your hatred
1: for one another and just get back together. I, I as soon. my prediction is as soon as you stop wanting for that in your heart, that's when it'll happen.
0: No, I, I it's still all based feel like,
1: on you. It's all based on your heart as a fan. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, I still hundred percent feel like the Trojan horse thing is going to happen. I just want to say that every episode because I want to point to me being right again about the storyline. So, well, anyway. it, it, you're always
1: right if it just ha- You can just say it hasn't happened yet <laughs> Yeah, it's true <laughs> um, But yeah, a little bit more Tommaso Ciampa right. And he's great And then we had Keith Lee versus Blarg Sutherland <laughs> Yeah, Blarg Sutherland Which I call Lars Sullivan Blarg Sutherland
0: Whenever uh-huh. I uh, am rooting against him In this case, I was Well, look at his face And he kind of looks like a Sutherland If a Sutherland was uh, bolder <laughs> With a face, well, he on. definitely looks like a blarg, yeah, yeah, he does, yeah,
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah, this match was cool, not as cool as it could be, like with more yeah. um, appropriate buildup. But Lars is going to the main roster,
0: clearly, right? Um, they, but he wins this kinda... match though, like, yes. the feud's not over, so or whatever's going on with NXT and Lars is still not completely over yet. I don't know that. Uh, I wouldn't
1: mind seeing them have another match at full sale. Like, that would be cool. Uh, But I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Lars. I think we've talked about before how it's different every time people are called up. It's just done differently. You know, you hope for the best case scenario, which is Kevin Owens, where he just showed up and started kicking ass and being super relevant. Um, Yeah. But, you know, that doesn't have to happen. Uh, And Lars is a guy who you could... He's just really useful to have on your show because he's so
0: unique. What I liked about this match in particular with Keith, I felt like Keith brought out something we have not really seen from Lars. And he kept the pace going really fast for a big guy. And Lars was keeping up. This is the fastest I've ever seen Lars work, you know. It was almost like when AJ Styles fought Brock and everybody was like, oh, Brock can actually do really fun stuff when he likes the guys working with or whatever um lars was like doing a different pace and it looked great seeing two giants work really fast with each other
1: man and they can they can yeah i don't think i don't think i want lars uh to do that kind of stuff against a smaller competitor because a It doesn't make sense. Right, <laughs> you right, know, right. If you've got that uh, huge size advantage like he will in most matches, yeah. you, you you get on top of the guy and you you lay lay it in. You don't, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna flip and fly around. But for these guys, because they're both huge tanks and because they can't they do have this extra gear, it was cool to see, I agree. They, and Keith Lee just flipping out of the ring. Oh my god. Amazing.
0: Like that uh the three sixty roll that he did over the top rope into Lars on the outside. That's the same thing you're talking about, right? Like that was insane. Yeah. And Lars takes full on Keith on the ground outside the ring, like that dude. Another thing where hurt. it's like, who else could do that? You've got these
1: two right, bolder men, and uh, they can catch each other. Yeah. <laughs> they can, they can race each other, and they can slam into each other. So yeah, you. Won't um, see it was Keith very beautiful, very romantic. These yeah. two coming together in the ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just two big behemoths finding love together once once again so no uh seriously a good match but yeah um it was like your tv main event you know
0: yeah it it was worthy i like the show of dominance pretty early on where uh keith goes off the ropes and well i think it starts with lars going off the ropes and shoulder charging keith and he doesn't really budge and then keith goes off the ropes and shoulder charges lars and he doesn't budge and then lars hits him again and keith goes down um that was really fun uh, and fast. I was surprised. This whole match really surprised me. I felt like it was just going to be slow, but then I was like, "They this totally." Makes sense they Keith totally.
1: Was... Same with the with yeah. the pace. Uh, yeah. Because I even though I've seen plenty of uh, Keith Lee, especially like offensive sequences where it's like, "Damn, that you know he's moving." Yeah. Um, uh, I didn't expect it against Lars, but then they yeah they
0: they basically kicked it up a notch. Yeah. yeah.
1: Emerald Gossi style.
0: I liked it. I don't know what they're going to do. I feel like Lars is still going to put on some matches, and I'm interested in seeing how they treat him going to the main roster from NXT because right now him beating Lee threw me through the loop because we talked about it last week where I was just like, Keith's going to win because Lars is leaving. But we both said yeah. if they want to you know, do a swerve, this would be perfect, and they did a swerve. So
1: It's also a situation know. where... Lars can beat Keith Lee, that's fine. Yeah, no, it's it doesn't true. like make anyone, especially with the match, it doesn't make anyone look weak to me like it's like, oh yeah, they I could see that going a different way next time. Yeah. Um it would be concerning if
0: like Keith Lee lost a lot, but I don't think that's in his future. No, not at all. I I think he needs to lose against someone like Lars because Sure. They're both huge. They're both equal footing with th- their build and their strength. So That's you a loss lose he can take. Someone. Yeah.
1: And Lars, um, it'll give him great video. Like, you'll get video from that match. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Probably not highlighting Keith Lee too much. We don't want him to leave just yet. Right. Um, but they're promoing Lars a lot on the main roster. So. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Well, that's good, good stuff.
0: Well, cool, man. That was Dude. the end of
1: the show, right? So. It was. Uh,
0: good, good show this week. I enjoyed it. It was great. Yeah. I. I'm interested in seeing uh what's next well what's next i did want to
1: mention nxt uk because that's uh, still going okay and uh well they rhea ripley defeated tony storm to win the nxt uk uk women's title this happened a long time ago sure. in the real world but uh it was an awesome awesome match the match quality is consistent on the show mm-hmm. I, you know I didn't get to watch... I, I'm not totally caught up on NXT UK. This whole
0: two-episode-per-week thing kind of threw me off. Yeah, they didn't I say will. they were going to do that, and they just suddenly started doing it a few weeks ago with two episodes a week, and yeah, that's a lot of content. Not sure,
1: yeah. not sure it was the plan originally. The, like, they needed to get storyline. They needed to get uh-huh. to, you know, so they probably had to make it, you know... That's why they did the double episodes, but, um, yeah, just... I'm I'm still excited to see what happens more with NXT UK as they double down and and continue to build the brand.
0: Yeah, I like all the characters I've seen on that show so far. So I just really want to see some story build, and I need to catch up too. I think I'm like four. Episodes yeah, I also behind. just need to catch up. Yeah, because
1: I'm nerdly Nerdlington. Yeah. Um. And I just
0: have a lot of things going on. Yeah. Things. Mm-hmm. that was uh yeah how do we
1: end this one i'll close it out well thank you for listening to nxt i almost said nxt uk thank you for listening to next up nxt where we talk about nxt with each other as friends you're our friends too thank you Uh for listening and i hope that you continue to watch nxt with us yes that's
0: perfect thank you kyle (laughs) you're welcome nick